When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. For Detroit. Oh, I love you. <laughs> well, here we are. So, if they lose, oh, it's gonna be so good. Just, just share oh. what you guys are talking about because it's it's funny, and I agree with you on it. Yeah, Brian, you can say it, buddy. Oh yeah, I was oh, just me and Jake both on the same mindset that the only thing that can make today better is if the Lions turn around and lose, you know, because they'll oh. call themselves King of the North. But uh, if we make it further, I think we're still the Kings. Yeah, well, and... it would be funny. Like they won the division for the first time in thirty years, and yep. the Packers go farther than them in the playoffs. Yeah. Are you happy you have that division banner? Glad you hung yeah, that banner. Yeah, they hung that banner. You might as well. It'll honestly be down. some poetic justice for all the times that they've given us shit for winning the division and losing in the playoffs. If they go one and done, oh my goodness. Oh, the noise is going to be so bad for them, dude. It's going to be so bad. And then bad. lose the Stafford on top of it. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's going to sting. That would be the double whammy, dude. Honestly, honestly, it would. But I think we should just get right into it, man. Let's <clears throat> let's give some thoughts for the game. Yeah. Uh, we always start with Bryant, so I'm going to start with Simon this time. Simon, what are your thoughts, man? What, what's like the top three things that you take away from this game most impressive in your eyes? Um, Matt Lafleur called an absolute masterclass of a game. Uh, there was just uh, some of the play designs and the way it, some of the players leaked and got open was just insane. Uh, mm-hmm. The score was definitely not indicative of how this game was. The no. Cowboys just got their ass whooped uh, straight up. Like that two two possessions. No, that, that the real score to this game was like forty eight to sixteen. I'll say I'll say forty eight twenty four. I'll give them one. No, I'll give my them thing one. with the score is that I, the only thing I can really say is that the Packers just pulled the starters one series. Yeah, long. and yeah. like 
maybe not fire Joe Barry. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, okay. uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because right now I think they still mutually part ways. But yeah, no, no, no that, but, I'm on the same thing. Big old butt. Big old butt. If the like Packers do this to San Francisco, we need to at least have the conversation. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to San Francisco, the conversation needs to be had. If they go past the NFC Championship game to the Super Bowl, then I think you have to take a really hard look at it. Uh, yeah. If the if the defense isn't detrimental to, yeah, us, to be, yeah, if they're not winning forty, it doesn't have to be. We made it there in spite of the yeah. defense. It has to be because you know, kind of like the defense did. Well, what did we all talk about on Friday, right? Uh, I said key to the game, right? Long drives. <clears throat> what they do is, I think one of you guys said, take the ball and score. What did we do? We took the ball, eight minute drive to open the game. We talked about Dallas being at 22 points in the first half. I think that threw them way far off their game and they just had no chance to recover. Then you started throwing in a pick six. Uh, I, I said savage, but I didn't think it happened. But good call. Great call by Jake. He drilled both of his bold predictions, a pick six and a Go, 40 burger. I mean, holy Moses. I get people hang on to the last six, seven minutes of the game. Uh, I don't like the fact that the starters had to come back in. That kind of That's not great. But uh, yeah. I think Tyler kind of hit the nail on the head. Yeah, we probably took our foot off the throttle just a little early. Um, but none of them have experienced this before. Let me throw that out there. There's no precedent for what happened today. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <clears throat> good on Dallas, right? They're not supposed to, like, let up. It could have been easier for them just to let up, but they didn't. Uh, we probably let up just a little too early. Um, a couple, like, just head scratches there. We probably don't need to throw that ball at the end. Probably just run it again. Yeah. Just a couple things. But other than that, um, you know, wow, what a, what a performance. It's typical Packer way, though, right? When you feel comfortable, they're like, okay, all of a sudden they're back in the game, right? Um, but that first half was just absolutely mm-hmm. dominant. And then to have them score, you know, get that field goal that – at that point, it was, you know, 10 points to nothing. They're starting to come back to just go, what was it, like five plays or down the field, score a touchdown. Romeo Dobbs absolutely eight in the middle of the field. Um, Jordan Love, amazing. Luke Musgrave was, I think Simon said the closest person to him was a fan in the stands, like so open. People were like, oh, well, would have let him or whatever. No, 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 no. Look at the pressure in his face. Two things, two things on the Musgrave play. First of all, 16.6 yards was the closest defender. 16.6 yards. Second of all, yes, Love could have, you know, led the ball or whatever, and the ball looked underthrown. Do you think anybody, including Jordan Love, expected Luke Musgrave to be open by almost 17 fucking yards? And then Michael was right in his face. But at that point, just laid up. He kind of did it on – who was the other one he threw one to? Dobbs like that too when he had another pressure kind of in his face. Just laid up there and let him catch it because there ain't anyone close to him. Yeah. There's no reason to, you know, try to overthrow it and lead him in stride to either overthrow him. If he can just stand there and catch it, that's perfect. Yep. You know what I mean? When you're that open. Obviously, if he has a defender on him, you want to lead him and stuff. But, I mean – if it wasn't for that one play to talk crap, you're talking about what they say on the broadcast when they thought he was done. He would have been the first person ever to have a perfect pass rating in their first playoff game. Yep. I mean, wow. Just close. I mean, okay, so Just there's close. still a handful of things with this. I'm going to go to some comments first, and then we'll get back to Jordan, Jordan Love. But mm-hmm. Adam asked, when can we do the same to the 49ers? God, I hope next week. Dude, I mean, if you think about it, let's just play the what-if game. Two years ago, or this was three years ago now, Packers lost a playoff game 10 to 7. If they can hold San Francisco to 10, 
Like that would be wild. And I get that well, there's some different weapons there now, but I'm just saying, let's just ask the question, just the what if question. This is a this is our kryptonite, right? Like Dow, like we've Dow, we're Dallas's kryptonite. Now we're going back into candlestick or whatever they call it now, Levi or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, and then they've been our kryptonite even at home on that ten to seven game. You're talking about like I, I can't remember. I think we beat them. Do we beat them one year in the playoffs? I can't remember. We lost four straight in the playoffs. No, the last yeah. time we beat them was in a regular season game. Yeah, where yeah. Rogers we passed to Adam. On, Adam's we've on lost like the last four down. playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so kind of like you know, we are to Dallas, 49ers are to us. So, I mean, if we came into this thinking, wow, just good job, I, you know, oh, we're a year ahead. I, I don't know that we're going to move on past this week. Great experience for the young team. Now we're going in like. Dude, dude, I would like, drop forty-eight yeah. points. <laughs> but let's, we're not going to surprise San Francisco. Like they're they're ready for us now. They watch that. Like as maybe Dallas is taking us easy because you know they're a seven and a half point favorite. And everything else, that's not going to be the case going to San Francisco. So if we can go in there and put up a good fight and give them our best shot and have a chance to win the fourth quarter, I'll feel really good. And uh, I think our offense is rolling. So Jaden Reed didn't have a catch. He hardly touched the ball. Yeah. <laughs> He's our be- like been our best wide receiver. Uh, Christian Watson will have another week to get even more healthy. Hopefully, Dyer yep. will be okay. Uh, I mean, it's, it looked great. So, Greg said no one expected this outcome. James said y'all made the whole country happy today, except for Dallas fans. LOL, congrats. You've earned it. Now to exercise some demons in San Francisco. Absolutely. Brittany said what an amazing game. Matthew Beach asked if Goodell was up in the suite with Jones. I don't know, because I was only looking at Jerry Jones and how dejected he looked. That was hilarious. I, I, was, I was so happy that they showed the shot of Prescott on the bench sad looking into the looking into the abyss. Oh, that was Dude, the best part. I don't know how Mike McCarthy holds his, holds his job if Jerry Jones gets any inkling that Bill Belichick wants to come to Dallas. I, I'm, um, I told you guys early in the third, I was like, dude, those yeah. – Adam Those Belichick Schefter, to Dallas memes are gonna go crazy. Bro. Adam Schefter tweeted that the the belief was that sources believed that Mike McCarthy's future hinged on the how their last game of the season went. So obviously wherever it would have ended, it ended today. Um Craig said the Fox idiots are crying over Dallas. Oh yeah. There, you, there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say that the Packers got lucky or favor or ref help there's nothing you can say about it the packers the tried to get dallas back into it dominated there the were game. a couple really bad calls it shouldn't even have been 27 to 7 at halftime or right. they nope. should have had to go six yards to get that touchdown i didn't even notice that almost false start there would have right been a 10 before. second runoff ryan so it should have been zero at half if well, they would have called that full start the clock was stopped, so i don't think they would have ran it but um since the clock oh, has stopped, right. they wouldn't around the 10 seconds off or whatever, but it should have been a harder play. You know what I mean? And then the the horse caller right before that, they should have never been in yeah, there. Yeah, that was bad. Kenny Clark, that was a face mask. He can't hold them there or whatever. That was, that was Kenny Clark. Uh, yeah. Even like Slayton, he got the 15 yard. Yeah. That was really the game. He got the 15 yard, but what about the dude choking uh, Devondra Campbell before that? So it was just like, it was kind of weird. How many times did, you know, Jordan Love get hit? The one time Michael Parsons left his feet and hit him yeah. up high. Uh, but launch it was, was right after problem. the roll, so I wasn't like losing my mind. But what I'm saying is, like, people will complain about the rest, but honestly, they were even at best. Yeah, yep. Uh, Cody commented okay. something I said to you guys. The commentators tried their hardest to make Dallas seem like they were going to complete the comeback. It's like, it's, and I get it, it's their job. Like, it's their job to like make it seem, you know, make it interesting, you know, and try mm-hmm. to, you know, keep mm-hmm. the intrigue going because you mm-hmm. can't just sit there for, for the last 12 minutes of the game and be like, 
lol, what is Green Bay and San Francisco going to look like next week while Green Bay and Dallas are still playing? Like, like I get that's kind of what we were all thinking, but you can't do that. Did you guys um, catch Aaron talking to Jordan Love after the game? I liked one no. of his answers. He, um, the, she asked her, like, oh, how'd you do this against this defense or whatever? This really good defense. He's like, well, I think we got a pretty good offense, too. So, perfect response. Right. So, yeah, like. You want to know? You want to know? Jordan Keep Love. Cooking. Oh. 1.05 expected points added per drop back. Wow. Damn. That is the oh. sixth most since Next Gen Stats started. Jesus. Aaron Jones, man. What a monster. Um, James said the commentator's job is to try to keep people interested in the game, no matter how hard it is. And that's absolutely true. true. Kind of just got to keep doing your job until the game is over. Then you can talk about it and be like, wow, you know, Green Bay really dominated this game. I like Green but I think that's going to affect part of the perception of the end of the game. The Packers pulled their starters basically at the end of the third quarter. Yeah. Um, A little early. Just a little early. Right. And I even think Jordan Pat- Love's so mad that he didn't get his turkey leg. That's what I. Yeah, think. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you hear Greg Olson trying to kick credit for it? <laughs> yep. Okay. Now there's something that happened during the game, and I started thinking this, and I wasn't going to say it until the game was over. But about I think it was the first drive of the second half for the Cowboys that Dak Prescott is calling audibles, and he goes, "Bermuda, Bermuda." Yep. And then yeah. a couple of plays later, he's going, Italy, Italy. And I'm thinking, Dak Prescott's announcing where he's going for his travel plan. <laughs> dude, I can't stand that. Yeah, here we go. No. Shut up, dude. Yeah, Steve, Steve brought a good point. Pulling him with a 32-point lead is the right thing to do. It's and, true. It's true. It's just unfortunate that they scored so quickly because it's just like, yeah, eh, we got to yeah. put them back in, which ain't great because they're kind of, you know, they're in the mindset, oh, this is done, let's go, and then you're putting people that are maybe not ready to jump back into the game back on the field, and then yeah. you worry about injuries. But luckily, I doesn't. I don't think anything came of that. Yeah, so, I will say T.J. Slayton absolutely bodied that dude. <laughs> yeah, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> I will say this too, looking just at the other perspective of, you know, good things that happened during the last couple drives. um, Lucas Van S was able to get a playoff sack. Yeah. Was able to get a sack. We got to see some of his athleticism that that last drive Dak Prescott took off from the pocket. Lucas Van S chased him down from behind. I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, Lucas is going to catch him. What if he knocks the ball out of his hand? Like, oh, man, like in bounds, no too. clue that he was there. He didn't let him get out of bounds, tackling him from behind. Exactly. Like, yep. Um, and then Preston Smith, you could tell the dude was gas and he still comes up with that big, he's probably like, all right, enough of this crap. Yeah. We're playing next week. Like, end this crap, get the sack. <laughs> he's doing like blitzes just to keep contained yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> See, you brought it up. You guys said it's hard. Bef- you guys have said it before. 53-man rock. Here we go to Sam. That's hard right. to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Someone wrote on Twitter, I can't stop laughing. Imagine being down 27 to nothing and having to keep yelling, yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the memes I was you, I was, like, dying. That's when I sent the video dancing, like, kind of yeah, like, yeah. I was literally, like, crying on my couch. What about the Burger King one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see that one, but I see Twitter absolutely destroying Dallas right now. I can't – I don't typically watch First Take because some of the stuff that, like, I won't get into that, but like, um, I I will watch tomorrow because Stephen E. Smith is gonna just he's gonna this be so hilarious. insufferable, dude. 
I just pulled up Twitter just to see what's on there. This is funny. This is what <laughs> I'm doing. Dude, yeah. that thing, I had three Cowboy fans because I, I have my office set up. I have my cheese head in there. I have the Green Bay Packers helmet, uh, a flag hanging in my office. Yeah, uh, And I had three people that I didn't know were Dallas fans all year. They come into the office and say something. I said, all right. I said, well, you guys might get us this week, but this is what I told them last week. I said, you might get us, but we all know where it ultimately ends for you guys. You ain't going nowhere. And now it's just even it's even more sweet. So I'm going to be pretty insufferable tomorrow, too. Uh, Greg said the guy flopped on after Slayton jacked him. Andrew said, let's go. What a win. Don said Stephen A is calling in sick tomorrow. Oh, no, he'll be there. Did you guys see yeah. calling in sick? Oh, not my, Stephen that's A. Be hilarious. Have you guys seen the CJ Stroud Jordan Love stats? I have mm-hmm. not. Both 16 of 21. Stroud had 274. Jordan Love had 272. They each threw three touchdowns and zero interceptions, and they had the same passer rating. That's insane. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's that is crazy. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that, that's nuts. Yep. Andrew said Packers are responsible for McCarthy getting fired twice. Jake brought that up on our Friday night show. <laughs> he did. If any of you here are watching right now and you don't watch our regular shows Friday night, we will do a full breakdown of this game, talk about all the aspects of it, and we'll preview the game against San Francisco. Uh, Cody said I haven't gone to Twitter to see Skip stuff. I just pulled up Twitter just now just to see what's going on. Oh, through. he was cheering for the Packers. He wants everyone okay, go, back, go. He wanted One everyone thing. gone. <laughs> One thing that I pulled up is um, Jair Alexander walking to the locker room under his own power. That's a good sign. Good I said sign. it to you guys when he got hurt. I'm like, even if he's okay, just let him sit for the rest of the game. Just let him just let him sit. Ballantyne um, did fine when he was put in. Um, <laughs> Matt Schneidman tweeted that Rich Basaccia just yelled, how about them Cowboys on his way into the locker room? <laughs> Great troll job. Great troll did, did job. You see, did you see when the Packers went up 14 to nothing? Skip Bayless said, we just lost this game. <laughs> so he call. must have just been falling apart, dude. <laughs> I feel um, bad for his wife sometimes because you see how he acts on TV when he's supposed to be a professional. Can you imagine him without a camera, dude? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oof. Um, somebody <laughs> asked how many people owe this guy an apology, and it's a picture of Brian Gutekunst. So, uh, Goody apology for him? Look, and so, Matt Lafleur. And Matt Lafleur. The people that Matt Lafleur. I'm just saying. The people that owe them apologies are so staunchly like pessimistic oh, that yeah. they can use the last six minutes to complain or say that well they don't deserve an apology because Barry's still there, or they'll wait to see what happens next week. And if you know, yeah. if we don't if we don't take care of business next week, that's when they'll start chirping again. You, you know, we want to change. I literally have people that, you know, my buddy or whatever that said that. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy that said oh i'm not sold on doubt Dal- or love yet or whatever he tweeted or he texted me today he said well we'll see next week is a real challenge with a better defense i'm like what the top five defense they won 16 straight games in their house exactly i don't know my theory is that he traded to me him uh i traded him daniel jones and he traded me love in dynasty football so he just wants love not to play well <laughs> You know who I'm talking about. Simon. Yeah. Um, it's and it's the same thing. And there are people who actually believe things like that. And it's the thing where it's it's the same thing as the Bears game, where the Bears came in doing well against the run. They were the number one rush defense. And it's like, oh well, it's still the Bears, even though the Packers put up a lot of rushing yards on them, or that the Bears offense was trending well in the last well, three, three, four weeks before outside of the Browns game, before they came to play the Packers, and then the Packers held them to under ten points. And the Vikings were like fourth in DVOA. And so, they had 411 passing yards against the Lions the week before. Hold on, hold on. You, you just... 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You just brought up something that I was thinking about. Three consecutive weeks, dude. We made Vikings fans sad. We made Bears fans sad. And now we make Cowboys fans sad. If we make 49ers fans sad and end their season, oh, oh, dude. You want to talk about a successful season, dude. Oh, dude, it's, it's already over. Best thing we're, next to a Super Bowl. We're already over successful. Think about this. We're going to be yeah. a top four team in the NFC, and we have five picks in the top 100 next year. Like, and like, we found a quarterback. Oh, and I'm talking like people are already talking like people sleeping on Jordan Love. Probably even if there was any left, their eyes open day. That throw to Wicks and the throw to Dobbs in the end zone are oh. disgusting. Oh, I can't wait to rewatch the game and look for plays to break down because this is yeah. gonna be crazy. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when you rewatch the game, I want you to watch Elton Jenkins on the touchdown to to Musgrave. He's literally just standing there like like a computer player with his hands straight down. It's the funniest <laughs> shit of all time. He's just standing there like, yeah, that's probably a touchdown, dude. You see Michael Parsons? He turns around and starts walking to the sidelines before Musgrave even scores. No, dude, I oh. see that. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. Man, you see him because that's, that's when Micah's in his face. He throws it up, and then you see Micah watching. He sees Musgrave catching. You just see Micah turn around and start walking. I could, I could see him requesting a trade. Micah Parsons? I could see it. Uh, I don't know. He's a- Dude, he, he seems like a guy that wants team success. He he understands how good he is, but he yeah. seems like a guy that wants to win, man. Well, look at how dejected C.D. Lamb was, too, for a while. Like, yeah. Just, I yeah, felt yeah, bad for him a little bit. I'm going to be honest with you. But... <clears throat> oh, my. Oh, boy. Skip Bayless. Yep, he said, I'm done with these gutless, heartless playoff fraud. Oh, <laughs> boy. Cowboys. He's literally throwing Cowboys – stuff into the garden <laughs> he does that every year dude he does it every year and has to replace every it. year it, 
just just like New Year's Eve and Christmas, it happens every year. Dude, this is like my third Christmas every year. Is like when they, you know, when oh. the Dallas gets kicked out of the playoffs. It's so great. Uh, I seen one. I, it's. I've seen one. It was pretty bad, but someone tweeted like Jerry Jones at the podium. It's time I, it's, it's time I come clear and talk about that oh, fat God, gutless bastard. You know what I'm talking about? Because <laughs> you remember, you remember uh, Skip or Stephen A. Smith that went on offline on like Jason Whitlock this week or whatever. Oh, so they took man. his quote. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> January twenty fourth, twenty twenty four, a day that will live in infamy in Cowboys history. Congrats, Jerry. Worst day ever. The youngest team in the NFL today was the better in every way. So much for ranks, so much for stats, so much for all pros, so much for point spread, all caps. The Cowboys were gutless, heartless, leaderless frauds with a QB and head coach who couldn't be trusted when it mattered. Next tweet. Can't wait for Micah Parsons' podcast tomorrow. That's what he does best. Oh! They had nine all pros. They had nine, nine all pros. And we had zero pro bowlers, and we just smashed them. That tells you that like that crap means nothing. The fact that Jordan Love didn't make a Pro Bowl or anything, yeah, I get that because it's voting early. But if if the if there wasn't voting already, like if the, the voting would have been completed already, he would have to be top three in MVP voting. I don't care what anyone says. 100%. Maybe four. Maybe I'll probably give him four yeah. because you got Brock Purdy, Dak, who's had a good season, Lamar and Lamar Jackson. But like the way he's played this. Now that's 21 touchdowns and one interception in the last nine games or whatever. <laughs> Somebody tweeted the Jordan Love-led Packers have as many playoff wins as the Chicago Bears do since the Bush administration. I don't want to see another one of those losers in my mentions again. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking oh. dumps, dude. Hey, the, the stock on this bad boy is climbing, too. I'm just going to say this. <laughs> and I'm going to say this before next Friday. The swag and the confidence – that this Packers team is playing with makes them a very dangerous team to a team like San Francisco, who has been sitting there for a couple of weeks. Knowing, let's be honest, all the pressures on Kyle Shanahan and stuff at this it's point. Gotta it's got to be. How many times have they been good and not get the job done? It's just like the Cowboys. It's the same mindset it's the as the same, Cowboys. Yep, it's the same. Yep, Having exactly. all this talent, getting this close. I mean, he's at least made it to a Super Bowl. But having all this talent, being called the best team year after year, and having Nothing to show for it, really, except for a couple NFC Championship game exp- like appearances and one Super Bowl. Like all the all the pressures on them. They're at home. The Packers are playing with house money again, dude. And if they go in there, listen, man. If they even make it close, I'm gonna be ecstatic. If we're hanging with big boys in their house in divisional playoff rounds <laughs> with a 25 year old quarterback and a bunch of kids that just came out of college, uh, watch out, dude. I did not hear this on the broadcast, but Zach Heilfriend just tweeted it. Jordan Love, right before he took the handoff on the kneel down, said, here we go, said Hut. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking clown, hey, dude, dude. Dude, Jordan's starting to come into his – like, he's starting to be a little more, his, like, his confidence and open with true. people, too. Like, yeah, I love it. Um Steve oh, said, no. I don't care. Matt LaFleur is the coach of the year. Honestly, give it to whoever between the Texans and, the, and yep. the Packers. Give it to whoever team goes further. Yeah. That's how I feel. I agree. And, and we talked about it because we were live during all rounds of the draft. Well, not, not all rounds of the draft. Sorry. The first two days of the draft. We were live, and we all mm-hmm. talked about it. We loved the Texans draft. The Texans had a fantastic yeah. draft. The last two seasons, they had really, really good yeah. drafts. Thanks, so, Cleveland. Yeah. yeah, right. The Lions, they, really, if we're being honest, the Lions had two good drafts in a row, too. They did. And look at look at all these. These are all those are all young teams 
who are going to dominate the NFL for the next 10 years. Yeah. The Lions, the Lions are going to have to figure out something at quarterback. They are uh, probably in the near future, but I don't see yeah. a way they don't bring in yeah, golf for an extension. Wow, Packers are ten points underdog. Did they announce yep. the schedule yet? Probably not, huh? They they I, won't I, know like who's going to play when until all the yeah, games after Monday. Yeah. I I don't necessarily disagree with that. They gave the Cowboys seven and a half. Yep. So yeah, I mean, yep. to give San Francisco, who I think is a <clears throat> couple classes above Dallas, especially when you yep. talk about playoffs, right? A couple classes above them to give them another couple points. I'm not mad at it. I think yeah, I agree with Christopher. I think the Packers are probably going to be the Sunday night game because the alternate is going to be whoever wins between the Rams and Lions facing whoever wins between the Eagles and the Buccaneers. Yeah. The, I don't see a way the Eagles come out of that game. They've been – they limped in the playoffs, dude. And you know what? Yeah, I put it in my notes last week that all the all the, the Joe Barry people, the fired Joe Barry people, wanted us to make a change because Philly did. Philly lost five out of six. Look at that. Their playoffs. defense has been ranked last in almost every category. Yeah. So good call, Chris. Probably yeah, not. He like uh Chris said it's on the West Coast, so it won't it would be hard for it to be an early game. Yeah, that's right. true. Yeah. I true. think it's gonna be the night game just given the fact that it's gonna be a better game than whoever wins out of the next four. Yeah, teams. I'm all for that, man. You know, I saw a lot of this week. The Packers are the seventh seed, and there's never been a seventh seed that won. And I, I want to say that if you look at like the past seven seeds, those are teams that kind of limped in the playoffs yep. a little bit. And the Packers just, they went in there on a high. So I think that's like a major difference. Yeah. So look at, this, look at this offense last four games. So 33 against Carolina. I can't remember what we scored against 34 33. or something against, against the Vikings. We only scored whatever, 17 or whatever, against the uh, the Bears, but it probably should have been in the 30s. We just kept shooting ourselves in the foot. And, and we game. never punted. Yeah, I'll, and t- we I'll never tell you won. what happened, though. We were, we were All those points that we left on the board versus the Bears, we just carried them over to this <laughs> week. So. Yeah, Jordan Love, 157.2 rating. And it was perfect until that last third down That's play. That's still filthy. That's still filthy. We can be upset that it's, 150, it's not 158.3, right? Like, that kind of sucks. Well, like at the end of the day, NFL history is the only crappy part. But if you would have told me people, he has a 157 passer rating, I would have been like, "Yeah, we're we're stopping these boys." How many people in October complained about Jordan Love's completion percentage? Just for him to go 16 for 21, 76 percent for 272, three touchdowns and no picks against the Cowboys, the number two seed, bro. He was – we were playing with him so much, he was counting Aaron Jones' touchdowns with Aaron Jones, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, I want to bring him up for you guys, and I want to see what you guys think about this. You guys remember when we were going into the preseason and we knew we were going to have the, the youngest team in the league and the, the youngest wide receivers, right? Nope. And they kept comparing us to the Browns that previously did it. And that's when everybody, you know, the winless Browns, the first winless team, mm-hmm. or the second winless team, I'm sorry, the Lions did it first, LOL. Um, but then they kept comparing us to the Browns and saying, like, oh, yeah, this is a two-win team. This is a three-win team. Five. We're going We're going to San Francisco, bro, to play in a divisional playoffs, man. Like, that is – We're going to play a three playoff games. Just knock the number two seed out of the playoffs. Yeah. Dude, when they were losing on Monday Night Football to the Raiders, nobody thought we were doing anything. When we lost that next week to the to the Broncos, nobody thought we were doing anything. But you know what? We stayed the course on this show, man. 
Yep. He said it's all about learning. It's all about growing. It's all about getting better and improving. And we stayed the course, man. And we were looking at all the improvements of these guys every single week. Every week it was like one guy improved on one thing. And yep. now, you know, I brought it up this last week. People kind of forget about Romeo Dobbs. You couldn't forget about Romeo Dobbs today, although the Cowboys tried their very best to do it for basically the entire game. He owned the middle of the field, dude. Oh, dude man, he was destroying. Since the first drive. The yeah. First drive. This is why I said, I was telling people all week at work, if Dave's still in here, my coworker, I said, if nine plays, it's over. It is over. You now have to move everybody back 10 yards because he's taking the top off. And we have so many dudes that can control the middle of the field and the outsides. Wicks, Dobbs, Reed, Musgrave. I mean, Kraft. I mean, we have so many dudes, man. Bo Melton. I mean, shit. We have yeah. to mention everybody at this point, man. We're going to throw the ball to every single person that puts the damn jersey on, it feels like. So, man, this team is <laughs> fun. I did not Jordan expect Love. this. Jordan Love had 21 pass attempts to eight different players. Yep. Yeah, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. Dobbs was targeted six Andrew times. Andrew Glazer made a really good point. I really like that, what he said there. Oh, Andrew, I'll, I'll come back to it. Let me just finish on, on Dobbs really quick. Dobbs was targeted six times. He had six catches for 151 yards and a touchdown. Did you know he never had a 100-point-yard game before that? I wouldn't have guessed it, um, but I guess it's only the second season. But that was uh, a yard game. Before that was like 97, I think. Yeah, I think he had that a 90-some really game. But – this is the thing. Up until the, the Vikings game, the Packers hadn't had a 100-yard wide receiver in a game. And the first one they got was Bo Melton on a Sean Clifford Hail Mary at the end of a game. And we have Jaden Reed. <laughs> then, then last week it was Jaden Reed, and now this week it's Romeo Dobbs. So the Packers now have three straight weeks of a 100-yard wide receiver after not having any through the first 15 games. Man. So, Andrew said, as much as I was an Aaron Rodgers fan, I don't think these young wide receivers would have been as confident playing with him, as much freedom under him. He was always yelling at young players. Love was humble and had something to prove. Perfect QB for this team. And I think part of it is, and this isn't even just about Aaron Rodgers, but I think just coming into play with a veteran at that point, that you would feel some pressure to perform because he's a veteran. Um, So, coming in with a young guy and just being one of the guys, one of the young players, that there is, you know, less expectation and it is more – we are all growing to grow together, <clears throat> which is something I'm really enjoying about the offense. Yeah. Um, Jerry Jones has refused to comment on McCarthy's status. Yeah, I'm sure until tomorrow. As much as I appreciate McCarthy and bring it, you know, he has a straight named after him. He's done in Dallas. Like it's just been too much of the same stuff. It's kind of like what Philly did with, you know, Andy Reid, and they probably regret yeah. it now. But it's kind of I'm not saying they that with Peterson too. With Andy Reid, but it's kind of getting to that point where it's like we can't seem to get over the hump. Douglas said, good fundamentals win, offense and defense. I think Jordan Love actually made a comment about that about playing complimentary football. Um, Christopher said, this is it. Love has made a point to hang out with his guys. Rodgers never did. And it goes back, what did we talk about? Before training camp even began, that Watson, Dobbs, and Jones were in California with Jordan Love before training camp even began. I think there was talks about him doing that again this year too. I'm sure they will because I I, I saw it somewhere. Oh, got Bryant's burner in the comments over here. <laughs> oh, uh, the Lions you. scored, by the way. And yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what do you guys think about? You know, I know we all think that Packers are probably gonna be the Sunday night game, but uh, the Sunday. Well, the the last is that on NBC? 
Is that going to be like the Peacock game or whatever on Sunday, oh, or is that Saturday? Game. That was a one-time thing, right? The Peacock. No, game? there's the, not... the game right now is on Peacock. It's on oh, NBC not. though, too. It's on both. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but, but you're not required. Peacock, not exclusively on Peacock. Oh yeah, yeah. but that was like well, a one-time. I mean. like, is it an wild NBC card. game? Is okay. the is the Sunday night game next week? Is that a is that a is that an NBC game or Good or is that like a a game of the week Fox game? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. What I couldn't tell you. Because well, I can tell you, Saturday night is the is the the Sunday night game, the the NBC game. I can see us getting the Saturday night game. That's true. I'd be okay with that too. I'd like just to because they're probably going to want to pump up, you know, the 49ers are the number one seed because they're going to want the the Ravens on national television as well. True. And you know they're probably going to want to pump up Jordan Love in the offense. You know, yeah, they're going to need to push the AFC back because both of the AFC. I games was just going to well. say the Monday night games might force them more into this uh, Sunday yep. rolls. Like on Sunday. Yeah, That's you're not wrong. Point. You're not wrong. <clears throat> so the Packers on 19 pass rushes. Micah Parsons had 19 pass rushes. He produced one pressure. That's the lowest pressure rate in a game in his career. 5.3. Parsons had his only pressure come on an unblocked pass rush. Zach Tom held him to zero pressures in nine matchups. I thought Demarcus Lawrence had a really good first quarter, and then I don't remember seeing him much the rest of the game. Yeah, how about that step up by Aaron Jones? Just smack. That was great. Was that on the Wicks touchdown? It was on a big play. I know that. I think it was was either a Dobbs. I think it was a Dobbs catch. Yeah, I think it was a Dobbs catch too. But um, yeah. Jones absolutely smacks Parsons, and you see Parsons like kind of breathing, like he got hit right in the ribs. Like, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, look, looking forward to next week. I think we have a, we have a, I, I said we had a puncher's chance coming in. I think we have a puncher's chance going into that game, too. It was the, the last drive of the first half. Uh, it was the big play to Romeo Dobbs, like in the middle of that drive. Um, two sets of downs later was the touchdown to Dobbs. So it was on one of Dobbs' huge gains. Okay, yeah. I got another. I got another next gen stat for you guys. Okay, last one. <clears throat> Romeo Dobbs caught all six of his targets for 151 yards and a touchdown, generating a career high plus 60 receiving yards over expected. Dobbs had his most Great. production come between the numbers, catching all five targets for 112 yards and a touchdown. Wow, beast! He owned the middle of the game. Attacking the middle of the field. Oh, my. Aaron Jones gained 107 yards and two touchdowns on 18 carries from under center. Jones has gained 322 yards and averaged 5.9 yards per carry on carries from under center since returning in week 15, picking up a league-high 24 first downs. Oh, we've seen a lot of this, huh? Yeah. A lot of it. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, good win. We'll talk more about it on Friday. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, if you are watching or have watched any part of this, Friday night, we will have a full, complete breakdown of all the aspects of the game. Uh, we'll get a little more, a few more digs in at Dallas, and hopefully, uh, hopefully the Rams can come back and beat the Lions. So we're going to go watch that, and then uh, if that happens, you know, we'll have a little bit more bragging rights, and I'm sure we'll have some play breakdowns come out through the week about this game as well. So keep an eye out for that. Other than that, thanks for hopping in with us for a little while, and I will see you guys all on Friday night. Then go back, go and go, go back, go. Baby. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.